Yep. Right, welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts, <laughs> Reno Gorman. Nina Boyd. And producer Mike. All right. We've got um, quite a few articles to get through tonight. We've got some about um, batteries and um, biotechnology kind of stuff, I guess. Um, stuff about uh, sound. Levitating <laughs> objects with sounds. Mm-hmm. We've got... Uh, We've got more animal stories mm-hmm. and um, getting perfect pitch with crazy drugs. Yep, all kinds of stuff. So, um, well, yeah, we'll start off with um, stew battery technology that actually uses um, organic materials to uh, store electricity. So, um, usually, batteries have really expensive metals, and um, to to store that uh, energy, and um, Harvard scientists have basically developed a way to store energy um, using molecules called quinones. Quinones? Quinones sounds right. Quinones. I think I'll it might be quinones. Quin- quinones. I think it might not be quinones. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but these are molecules that um, are very similar to the molecules that store energy in plants and animals. So they use quinones that um, are they say are extremely similar to molecules found in rhubarb and um, they're able to store a significant amount of energy and so they're thinking that this could be um, scaled up and brought into the commercial market um, pretty soon and um, they said one of the great things about is um, batteries are going to be really important for like solar panels and windmills because they generate energy at the time where it's sunny or windy, but then when it's not windy or sunny anymore, there's no energy. So you have to be able to store all this energy. So you have to have really efficient batteries and big batteries. And um, so that can obviously lead to problems because they can be really expensive. They have rare uh, metals in them. So they need something that's cheap and pra- uh, practical. And this is, all, this is mostly like organic molecules. So it seems pretty promising. Yeah, things are looking up. Things are looking up. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. <laughs> like people have been criticizing all the solar energy stuff for a long time, I think, and they've been saying, "Oh, right. it's not going to be powerful enough." Just like electric cars and everything else, and those came pretty far. So exactly. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and we we talked about it a couple of podcasts ago about how California is. Wait, isn't wait, wait. No one, no one wants an electric car. Well, I didn't well, say not that yet. people want no. them, but no. the technology, a rhubarb car. that's right, with flow batteries yeah. instead mm. of an engine. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's still have an engine, but well, just, have just for show. Runoff. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I mean, this definitely makes solar panels and wind technology a bit more viable and a bit more um, economical. How fast does it go? Like, uh, like I missed that. How well, fast? These, well, we these just flow batteries. Yeah, they just don't for energy. Yeah, they don't go. I was making the comparison <laughs> to cars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's not about the speed. It's about the power. Yeah. <laughs> I was making the comparison to cars because I was saying, you know, a while ago, people didn't think that electric cars would work out. <coughs> well, obviously, I wasn't paying attention. Or even like hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hey. Yeah, I'm reading Twitter. What can I say? Right, I'm just good. a producer. Well, make sure you tweet all these articles we're talking about. I'm checking out this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess if we're going to talk about cars, we can start talking about all this crazy new technology that's happening with self-driving vehicles. 
I don't know how I feel about this, actually. I'm sure Mike has an opinion about it, though. He's not looking at Twitter. All right, I'll pay attention. <laughs> Self-driving <laughs> cars, what do you think about this? Lame. Why? Because why? Because? Because it benefits society. No, it doesn't. But it might have some policy challenges for lawmakers. That's why. <clears throat> no, it, I don't think it benefits Well, okay, here, here's the arguments in the article. It's saying that basically people get into a lot of accidents. That's so basically what? the problem. And if the car is driving itself, then there won't be a lot of those accidents. No. That's basically what it is. That's well, that's the theory behind it, and they've done if all these tests that show. If you don't like show. driving, there's public transportation. Well, I, I think these Not people like driving. Yeah, yeah. right. You, no. Well, instead wants to of do that. well, then fine. People instead in Sacramento would rather have an electric car than take the bus. That's what I think. Mm, I it's just I just think it's dumb. I think it's totally dumb. Like, uh, why? 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 You know, why not? Some people are really, really bad drivers, and this is That's a way true. for them to get to where like they need blind to. Like people, mm. for instance, like blind people, they could yeah. have these All right. cars. Well, then just improve public transportation for people who are bad at driving. Be stricter on people who are bad at driving. Well, I think the point is you can't stop Don't. this technology. Now what if you have happening. what if you have self-driving buses? Fine. I don't care about that. Okay. I mean, bus okay. drivers are pretty much just... Bus drivers are pretty much just kind of programmed to go on the right, same right. anyway. That, that, so. I think we just meet in the middle. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fine with there me. But Automatic if buses. But don't take... Like, I, I mean, eventually it, it's going to be like, oh, everyone should have a self-driving car. It's like, the fuck for? Why? I don't think they're going to make What's the point? Do it. Yeah. yeah. I could see that happening down the road. Totally could. Okay, well, down look, the road. There are oh. statistics to back this up. The As of March are 2013, <laughs> Google had logged more than 500,000 miles of autonomous driving on public roads with its driverless car without incurring a crash. So what? It does not say without incurring other kinds of accidents. <laughs> it caused I mean, all kinds like of other crashes, <laughs> but the Google car like guess what? a scratch. I've done the same thing. That's uh, that's true. Yeah. But that's just So you. fuck off, Google. Well, here's <laughs> the difference. Like, this car that they're making could be anybody's car. You are not going to drive everybody's car for no, them. No, I wouldn't. So, like, they're saying, you know. <laughs> get in one of these like things. I think it's crap. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, you know, you can say, here's oh, here's I've done the, the same other thing, thing as a driver. Uh, here's the other thing. Okay, it's going well, to take away jobs. Like, I'm not even going to lie Driving jobs? Driving jobs. Kind of like my job. Yeah. Uh, Shit. They still need someone to unload the truck. They can't have that happen. Yeah. They're not going to pay to oh, recognize think of it that. this way. Like, you don't have to pay that driver. Mm-hmm. Every play, Most of the places I go to have a dock. The thing just backs up to a dock. Someone who's in the receiving department just unloads it. I'm pretty sure I'm that... I'm sure like, cars wouldn't get cheaper if they had like self-driving yeah. computers in them. Right. You well, know. if there's some flow batteries in there, then... Yeah, that might, might drive down. Yeah, yeah the by the time you pay off... A, that's get a, it drive down. In the amount of time <laughs> that it takes to pay <laughs> off a vehicle, you're still paying for an employee. Yeah, there's a trade-off, definitely. And then another, you know, so the, oh, public transportation, fuck off. Who needs bus drivers? <laughs> you know. Okay, so think about think about all those things. Ambulance drivers, it's all automated now. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't think that, that would be automated because they have to think on their like a yeah. taxi cab. I don't think that could be automated. Either. No, what will ha- well happen is anytime there's an emergency, it, everything would be automatic. Every time there's an emergency, anything that's not emergency would just automatically pull to the side of the road and get out of the way. Mm. There wouldn't yeah. be any issue. You wouldn't have an idiot with his radio what on. What about like yeah. parade floats? Um, self-driving. <laughs> self-driving parades. It's <laughs> getting deep. Yeah. I mean, just have to think of all the options. But right? I'm looking at it from my my point of view. I enjoy driving my vehicle. Yeah. And stick shift or automatic? Depends on my mood. <laughs> Do you have the option of going? St- yeah. Uh, he, manual. He does. Arm- what? Yeah. 
Man, I like stick shift. See, I, can I, I have an automatic. I save, oh. I save gas in auto, but really? if I feel like having some fun, yeah. yeah. And I think with these self-driving cars, like you could still like override and like drive the car yourself if yeah. you wanted to, but you could just be like, oh, autopilot, take me to Walmart. I remember this scene in a very terrible movie called I Robot with Will Smith. Oh, oh man, I yeah. never saw that. Yeah, and there is a automatic driving cars so that can switch into manual mode. And he got in an accident in manual mode, and everyone was giving him the third degree about why were you in manual mode? What the fuck are you doing? Why are you <laughs> acting like it's 1990? Because this takes place in the future and all that shit. Because the license plate said fresh and had dice in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But that, I just, I wouldn't want one. I think it's lame. And if you're one of the people that need it, then just take public transit, transit to begin with. Easier said than done. I don't care that you're the lame ass <laughs> that doesn't like driving. Period. I'm, I totally sound like probably like some right wing jerk off and wants no, to I put my gun in my yeah. car and go speeding down the road. Well, but it'd be a lot easier to shoot people. Self-shooting guns. Yeah. <laughs> self-shooting guns. Like, dude, imagine imagine drive-bys. Actually, this could work. Like drive-by, like no one has to even be there. Right. Like straight to the Just cars. all passengers. They just throw open the side of the minivan and just blast. No one has to drive for them. It's kind of like a car drone. Just yeah. you know, type yeah, in the target. I guess I guess there's payoff for like legit things like drive-bys, but <laughs> yeah, as long as there's a drive-by concern, you know, hmm. I don't know. I think it's just lame as shit. Sorry, I would never want one. Well, yeah, it'd be kind of it would be kind of crazy. Yeah, you might be interested in this next one. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of uh, promising technology about like flexible circuits, like really really thin uh, circuitry on plastics and films that are, are bendable. Um, one of the things they can do now is they can make uh, like a metal conductive ink um, made of copper nano sheets. And so basically use a pen, a special kind of pen that um, has ink and this, uh, these copper nano sheets in them. And you can draw whatever you want. And that line um, is a, an electrical circuit. So um, you can you draw on regular paper. Yeah, you can draw on regular paper. You can draw any kind of design as long as it makes a full loop and a full circuit. You could run a current through it. So you're drawing a current, the whole entire like a circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of ink, it's like metal. I conductive. saw something about this. There's a um, there's a car paint that basically it with like it runs a certain circuit. It runs a certain um, charge through the circuitry mm-hmm. and it changes its color huh. depending on what you want. I just saw that on Facebook today. I wish I kind of brought that up now. But yeah, I mean it's really cool because I mean first of all you could. You know, for just practical purposes, purposes, if you want to make your own circuitry for anything, it's very easy to do at home. Or you could just draw some really cool stuff on mm-hmm. paper, and you could run le- uh, electricity through it. So you could have um, LEDs, or um, you could draw a maze. You could draw. <laughs> you could draw a maze as long as it's all one In- line. Infinite maze. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the cool thing is, is this circuit still works even if you bend and fold the paper up mm-hmm. um they've got a really cool diagram on this article that we're uh, reading from where they completely folded up um many many times and the green led they've got connected to it still works um i think this would be really really fun interactive way for like middle school and high school students to yeah, instead of that stupid like connect a battery to a potato yeah <laughs> it was a flow you could draw on a potato <laughs> you could or like the wall of the classroom yeah you could like map out the entire electrical system for a city 
and then crumple it up. (laughs) Well, one thing I read in this article that I kind of looked twice at, they folded the papers a thousand times. Isn't there some urban myth that you can only fold the paper seven times or something? Right, you can only fold it in half seven times. Okay, so they just folded it. Yeah, they like folded it and then like folded it again and then, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like nano scale. (laughs) Well, that works with the nano sheets. It's fine. Oh, what's up? That's cool. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Like school kids using this just yeah. to experiment for fun. I mean, like, I mean, even a, I mean, a, a five-year-old could comprehend this and play with, yeah. you know, electrical pens and make really fun diagrams. So, and then also to, um, you know, they're they're working on like iPads that are flexible, mm-hmm. and if you can, so you'd be able to have you'd have obviously circuits and um, screens that are flexible and. It's, you know, still in the making, but um, I imagine in a few years, you'll start seeing bendable, flexible um, electronic gadgets and then eventually like smartphones and tablets. That'd be cool. Or if you just wanted to get creative, you could like do birthday decorations. Yeah. You could (laughs) could light up a whole room with paper and be like, surprise. Yeah. That's what I would do. (laughs) <laughs> screw science right i'm sure the military could Too think art. of something really oh yeah you know great with this but birthday parties too all those things the best part of this article though is how the scientists describe it like they're they're so not ad campaign guys <laughs> all of the people who worked on this note that current efforts to create flexible circuits are complicated time-consuming and expensive processes wah, such a downer wah. at the end of like that great you know <laughs> yeah jeez. but i think they'll they'll figure it out yeah we'll get it um, you want to intro this one? Sure. So speaking of conducting things and making stuff happen, <laughs> <laughs> that worked. Great segue. <laughs> That's awesome. Now people are using sound waves to. I like how you started paying attention for the bad puns, Mike. <laughs> Scientists are using sound waves to. I'm so used to it. It's the only thing I pick out of the conversation. <laughs> Everything else is like techno babble. You should blah, just blah, like blah, 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 assume blah, blah. that it's happening, even yeah. if you don't hear it. Just assume it's happening. So researchers in Tokyo have put a new twist on the use of sound to suspend objects in air. So they're using ultrasonic standing waves to trap pieces of wood, metal, and water and move them around. So all the pieces in this video were pretty much, I don't know, like the size of your fingertip to your knuckle, maybe. Yeah. And they I'm sure they're not that heavy. Um, people have used sound to levitate objects before, but that was usually... <laughs> Um, using speakers that had to bounce sound waves off a hard surface had to be all set up in a line and I'm assuming it was like a much bigger space than the one that they're using now like it was less efficient maybe Mm -hmm. but now this one it's like a what 21 inches wide area and they have four speakers around it and then they use standing wave to create an ultrasonic focal point in that space and there's a video in this article we'll put it on our website too but they can trap particles and objects in midair and they can move them around if they manipulate the waves. And the waves are like what, above humans hearing. Yeah, 40,000 kilohertz. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if dogs can hear that or not. I don't know. Possibly. So this might levitate dogs. <laughs> 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 and they or really hate it at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Airbud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't think of any like 
practical. Well, there is some practical mm-hmm. kind of uses well, kind for of kind of practical. like yeah, if you happen to be in space. Yeah, if you have your own spaceship and. But they say like like, like moving things and like low gravity stuff. Yeah, yeah. but nobody but, like, can hear you scream in space. Y- right. <laughs> but there's already <laughs> like things already levitating in I space. Know, <laughs> like you don't need like sound waves to like, do it. Like unless you put the gravity in the <laughs> ship and then you want to like not experience gravity <laughs> instead of going outside the ship, you could you know <laughs> be in there and do it. But yeah, sound. right. You want be like ee sound because it's really high. I can't go that high. I'm a very <laughs> low octave singer. Oh, I'm not levitating anything. No, I'm just causing bowel movements, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> driving things down towards the earth, yeah. Yeah, lifting them. Yeah, I can't think of what you would want to use this for. I mean, for. it looks really cool. It does, yeah. Yeah. It's more science experiments that high schoolers could yeah. do, maybe. I'm sure the military will find something to do with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. They'll, yeah. Levitate bullets and shoot them at you. I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, this next one's really cool. Also about sound. Mike, you might want to chime in on this yes, one. Yes, you <laughs> might. <laughs> Another bad pun. <laughs> uh, All right, so... I need a new job, ladies. Does any podcast out there need a producer? <laughs> Apparently ours will soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can apply for that one. <laughs> okay, so perfect pitch is the ability to hear any note and be able to know what note it is. So you hear boop, and you're like, oh, that's a G sharp, and it's a little flat. Or I don't know, man. But be able to hear any kind of I don't have it. Yeah, I don't have it. I don't have it. They say pretty much you're kind of born with it or you're not. Or if you're trained when you're really, really young, you can kind of pick it up. I can see that. I know some, I know at least one guy who's trained himself diligently over years and he's pretty good at picking up notes. But I think, you know, I think you can, but you could do that or you could actually play music. (laughs) Or you just play music. (laughs) (laughs) You You can actually have fun with music. Right. It is fun. No. So anyways, um, it's it's a rare ability and um, some a lot of mu- or not a lot of musicians, some musicians are really gifted with having perfect pitch. But there's they're saying that now there's um, a drug that you could take that could help you learn uh, perfect pitch. Yep. But what if this I'm all about the easy route, but this drug isn't just about like uh, learning perfect pitch. It's actually like an anti seizure, anti psychotic mm-hmm. drug. Well, like, oh, side effects include perfect pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't have seizures and I won't be psychotic and I'll have perfect pitch. Yeah. I don't see the loss in this situation. Like where where's the negative? You should sell this drug. Well, like, it's cool. It's like you totally won't seizure. You won't act like a crazy person and you can tell any note. There is. Well, it might be Ooh. one of those things where, like, if you're already like fine, fine, and you take antipsychotic, yeah, it might yeah. kind of mess with you. You know, like but you get perfect pitch. Right but you get perfect pitch. I mean, and all musicians are a little look, crazy, anyways, right? The sacrifice yeah. in anything, anything like this takes sacrifice. Now you can either sacrifice your sanity or you can sacrifice your free time. It's your choice. There's an easy route and there's a hard route. Pop pills, kids. It's Pop the easy pills. way out. Look, man. Pop pills, you know. Music. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mo- all right, all so the best musicians out there were. You need to make uh, friends with uh, uh, people with epilepsy yeah. or, or people that hear voices and, and yeah. see if they can uh, give you some their Depakote. Ask cool. all their voices. You'll get an, yeah, yes, all their voices. There. And then you'll be able to tell what pitch their voices are. We're in. all right, going to be exactly singing it, in different yeah. pitches. All all right. voices <laughs> Your voice strays towards Acapella A minor. <laughs> Um, so the, well, the cool thing about this drug, and I think they've been using it before for drugs other things. Drugs are cool. Yeah, <laughs> it restores the plasticity of your brain, so it's easier for you to learn. Basically, it makes it more like how you were when you were 
my little kid. Cool. So I don't know what else that might right. be. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's like totally like, start acting like, like a seven-year-old. You're like you're so impressionable. I really <laughs> haven't <laughs> stopped acting like a seven-year-old. Have you seen the amount of video oh, here games we I go. own? <laughs> this is true. No, so yeah. speaking of like people who don't need it. Um, Hench gave the drug to a group of healthy young men who had no musical training as children. They were asked to perform tasks online to train their ears. And at the end of two of a two weeks, two week period, tested them on their ability to discriminate tone to see if their training had more effect than it normally would at their age. And in other words, he gave people a pill and then taught them to have perfect pitch. Huh. Cool. But it doesn't say whether he tested them on if they were psychotic now or not. <laughs> you know, like uh, how how are you mentally? Like I think that would be important. F sharp, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then, well, I've also heard too, like people with like perfect pitch, they can't stand stuff that's out of tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, oh man, so your singing is like so. Well, off. see, that's the thing. I can really, I can automatically tell something's out of tune. Like, well, yeah. I think it's a not lot of people hard. with a good it's ear. It's like can relative tell, yeah. pitch. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, and I can't stand it already, so I don't really see the difference. But I think like people yeah. with perfect pitch, like maybe if they had a squeaky rocking chair and it got squeakier and squeakier as the note changed, it would piss them off. Like, that's I what bl- I think would happen. I come from what like. What does a guy have to do to get a chair in C minor around here? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, I come from the whole like hardcore like the youth crew hardcore sound and I don't know if you don't really know what that is it's basically just this dude yelling over punk rock mm-hmm. it's not like singing at all like even the Sex Pistols sang you know what I mean these guys just yelled and yelled and yelled and they usually yelled in the key of kind of C major <laughs> doesn't matter what the instruments are doing they are always in this kind of C major and it would just drive me nuts. Like my buddy's like, "Why don't you like this? Why don't you like this? Because the motherfucker can't sing at all. Like <laughs> right. it's annoying. I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, that's not really a side effect. That's just taste. I think <laughs> <laughs> that's just having a standard in the music you listen to is having it be in key. You know, yeah. like there's this one terrible pop song that you and I hate. Oh, and it's com- yeah. it's like in three or four different keys in the same song. I don't understand why it's uh, popular. It's <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't know who does it. I can't. It I know who doesn't. I know who you is. want it. Oh. Isn't it? Yeah. Robin Thicke? Is that the. I don't name? know. I hope I never know. But either way, that, that if song. If I'm wrong, I hope terrible. no one listening could correct me because no one should be listening to that song. Yeah. And I'm it, not like, to it drives me up the fucking wall because it doesn't sound like it's in key. But it's insanely popular and played everywhere. So, I mean, there you go. Driving up the wall automatically That's right. yes i have Honestly. my own car that takes me up the wall i haven't <laughs> learned how to drive up the wall on my own yet see robot cars could do that for you, you so drive me up to the fourth floor <laughs> any <laughs> podcast out there that needs <laughs> a producer all right so anyway speaking of anti-psychotic <laughs> medicine and so on i think this is my favorite article that we found this time around so um as everyone knows, Reno and I love TED Talks, and Mike's gotten into them too, I think. A little <laughs> bit. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, because now you're sucked into Ted. Get you're a nerd out. now. Yeah. What? But that it's still it's good. Like why? No. It, I don't well, know. Why not? It's starting to become like really, like, really mainstream. Yeah, like everyone watches TED I now. I know. Yeah. Now it's oh. not special. And like, oh, like over okay. half the whole over half the TED Talks now like kind of suck too. 
yeah, they're not as as riveting and innovative yeah. as before. They're just like, oh, by the way, and it's on Xbox One now, so fuck that. Yeah, and now it's on a video game. Yeah, console. I mean, it's not even on PlayStation. It's on Xbox. Like, I don't know. It could be on PlayStation, <laughs> Super app, but mass market. I don't own a I don't own a PlayStation Four. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, so don't slander the PlayStation Four till you've tried no, it. No, what I'm saying is TED Talks used to be like this sort of thing that not many people knew about, and it was kind of elite and you know. Look, people have to hipster, and now it's not. Right. Look, yeah. hipster <laughs> being hipster does not pay the fucking bills. Just gonna point that out. Well, right they don't now. have any bills. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they do. They still have to hold no, money. To no, post no. All no that mom shit. and dad pays that's the bills for hipsters. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, you know, just hipsters don't pay the bills. Period. <laughs> <laughs> you got to branch your audience out. Yeah. So anyway, there is this woman on the TED Talks named Eleanor Longden, and she's British. Um, and or maybe she just sounds British, you know? <laughs> maybe one of her just yeah. sounds British. It is a very British name. It, yeah. It is. She is schizophrenic, and she found out. I have a, I wrote a song about that. Oh, there okay. you go. <laughs> she found out when she was in college, I guess. And it's actually a really interesting talk. So if you get time, you should watch the full video. But we'll just kind of give you the synopsis here. So she was in college and she was going along just fine and had, you know, big dreams of being a psychiatrist. And, and then she became schizophrenic. Well, th- then she did. Yeah. Like one day she started hearing voices and she described wah, it. Wah. Yeah, I'm sure one of them said that too. <laughs> she described it as something or someone narrating her life in third person. So and she heard the voice as clearly as if somebody else was in the room. Like the first time it happened, she literally turned around to see like who was talking to her. Why would you stop? Why would you not want this? It's kind of fucking cool. It, well, I'm sure that's not what she was. I'm thinking. sure well, I first, just I just offended yeah, like, like this a huge demographic yeah. of people by saying that. But <laughs> <laughs> well, even and I apologize. It, they're I'm all schizophrenic. Then yeah, it's more of them. Especially if you got perfect pitch. Perfect oh pitch and voices in and your head. And what if the voice did not have perfect pitch? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that all the dumb. time. Horrible. <laughs> well, if you took that pill, you could have perfect pitch again and not be schizophrenic. Well, basically, yeah. since, <laughs> the voice, since the voice is in your head and you're the one taking the pill, then maybe the voices get like auto-tuned or something. Well, <laughs> she, she did. <laughs> auto-tuned schizophrenia. <laughs> Has a Kanye effect. She did kind of get into that, though. And she, um, for a while, she went through all the treatments that are typical for people with schizophrenia. She took the medications and she did the therapy and she went to the doctor and all those other things. And um, she talks a lot about um, how painful that process was and how she had so much discrimination. Um, we're she experienced shit on a lot her. Of we it. don't even know her. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's just what happens. <laughs> we're with, sorry. With we're kind of glorifying it, if anything. Sorry, yeah, miss. Yeah, we are. We don't mean to downplay your. Right. Yeah, I'm sure issue. she's listening to this right now. She might. And her strategy Hashtag became Hashtag British woman. Right. Well, I thought what I thought was really interesting was when she told her friends and like talked to a counselor. They weren't interested in like her stress or her anxiety. Other problems, yeah. But as soon as she mentioned like she heard these voices, like. Not saying anything like um, demonic or no. or what's the fun in that? They were right, just saying just, stuff just like, 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 "Oh, she's entering the room," or "She's getting in her car." Oh, right, and it didn't really bother us. It's kind of weird. And then like um, that'd be rad. Demonic voices. In your, I mean, I already listened to Slayer, so <laughs> it's uh, I already laid the groundwork for it. But just like <laughs> worship the devil. It's like right, it's none of that until, until she started seeing the psychiatrist and taking the drugs. Then, yeah, then the voices started saying worse things, and it, things became a lot harder for her. 
I so. don't think it. Well, I mean, with the little I've read about this stuff, I don't think it's because she's so psychiatrist. Like I think the nature Don't of this happen. and Kill then bipolar disorder is it's a really like a, like a progressive disease where it gets worse. worse. Yeah. Um, Can I be the voice in your head for the rest? I'm just gonna say random ash <laughs> while you guys talk. Her strategy, as long as it's in the third person, right? <laughs> and in key, yeah. For dealing with this was instead of medicating herself and trying to get rid of the voices, Nina Boyd is now talking on the microphone. Analyze them to death. She is currently therapy. discussing schizophrenia with her friend. This Reno would drive Gorman. you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's now laughing at a joke. Nina Boyd is now silent and glaring at her husband. <laughs> Anyways, if looks could kill, she well maybe they can. Um. She this started. I'm trying to describe this article. It's very. I'm trying to be schizophrenic. Okay. Well, she said that um, she sort of used the voices as like a further insight into her psyche and and um, her level of stress and anxiety, instead of doing exactly what they told her and not leaving the house at all. For instance, she realized, oh well, I am nervous about something. I am scared about something. Let me think about what it is, and then I will continue on with my life. It's kind of the impression I got. So. By the end of the lecture, you find out that she's doing okay, and it it seems like she's not taking any medication. That's kind of how she made it sound, yeah. And she does have um, her own practice now. She graduated with honors and all these other things. She's a psychiatrist. uh, Did the voices graduate, too? Well, I guess they must have. Maybe they're still there narrating the rest of her life. I don't know. It's like, uh, did you guys see uh, uh, A Beautiful Mind? Yeah, I love oh. that movie. John Nash one. It's a good movie. What? You don't like that movie? Come, come on. sucked. No. It's a good movie. It's good. It's really Dude, good. That shit good. drug on for fucking ever. Well, that's how it probably would feel. Yeah. yeah. Dude, the constellation part where he shows the constellations with all the stars. This yeah. is the mailbox was, movie where he like kept like dropping in shit for the yeah. secret government agency that wasn't there in the mailbox and all that crap. Well, at yeah. the end, he like he still had like those imaginary people that he saw. He just yeah. kind of coped with them. Yeah. So and it, it seems like she's kind of coping with them and she's using it as an insightful tool because yeah. there's a reason why she's hearing these voices and she's um, being more uh, insightful and analytical of why those voices are saying those things mm-hmm. instead of trying to like combat them. Yeah. And that kind of makes sense for the field she went into. I'm sure if she was going to be something else besides a psychiatrist or a psychologist, it'd be a lot harder to take that view on things yeah. or maybe she still could because there's so many views to take i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i can't not make those jokes but i think it's really interesting that that people can do that and have a symptom of a terrible disease become part of their life because it is instead of something they constantly have to battle mm-hmm. so that was a good one to watch you should watch it watch it watch it twice with subtitles um let's uh maybe say that one for later okay. i want to do this one this one all right yeah okay so we've talked before about how <coughs> with um uh genetic engineering and stuff you can make rabbits glow green or pigs glow green and you can basically really manipulate their dna to Ch-ch-ch-chia. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can turn on and off different uh genes and you can evidently splice um, basically other organs into animals. So basically what they've done is they're, they've been able to grow. That sounds humane. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they start off, they can, they um, growing um, uh, a pancreas of a one type of pig, but growing it in another type of pig. They can grow 
um, a black pig's pancreas inside of a white pig. Um, pig farmers. <laughs> <laughs> and then they also did something with um, with mice where. Uh, they took the uh, skin cells of an adult brown rat and they used gene manipulation to change the adult skin cells um, and develop it into any part uh, of the animal's body. And they used it on a white mouse. Right? It was a brown rat and a white mouse. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they took the skin cells and then turned them into um, cells that can turn into any other part of the animal's body. Right. Or they, they grew them as that. So really easy then. You can just scrape their skin and then you turn that into whatever you want. Yeah. So, what so wait, when South Park regrew Mr. Garrison's penis on a mouse, they weren't that far off? Nope. Oh. Yep. There you go. So, yeah, you can grow. I don't know why that penis. popped in my head out of everything. <laughs> well, because it's practical application of this scientific advancement. So, Everybody this, uh, let's see here. University professor Hiroshi Nagashima pretty good right that was pretty good um <laughs> is looking to grow human organs inside of pigs so he hopes that you'll be able, um be able to have a human pancreas or a kidney or liver or even a human heart growing inside of a pig for transplant reasons I would yeah assume. not just for shits and giggles right or not just yeah. because he was like oh this animal could really use a human heart that would work well right. i mean think of it this way <laughs> so if you eat bacon after this point you've had a transplant is that part cannibalism yeah these are questions that these are, are questions. questions these are things that you have to deal with you could just be vegetarian and avoid that whole issue you could but bacon but bacon yeah. Yeah. Downfall of many vegetarians. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you put a vegetarian heart inside a pig. <laughs> 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 and the pig eats grass. <laughs> <laughs> Circle of life, Reno. Come on. <laughs> um, so, for I mean, for one thing, I guess, uh, obviously, if you had, like, heart disease or liver failure or kidney failure, and you could be like, hey, like, let me just scrape Heart your skin a little bit, and in a year or so, right. I can grow yeah. you a little piglet, and I'll have you, uh, your new kidney and your heart in there, and we'll just. So what happens to piglet? Well, it mm. dies once you harvest yeah. the organs. Yeah. Or maybe you transplant something else into it. I don't know. Maybe. You d- oh gosh, that's such a horrible thought. Maybe you could grow a pig heart inside of a rat. Maybe you could grow <laughs> a pig inside <laughs> the other pig. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you could just have it come out. Like a pinata. <laughs> it's like some weird fucked up pinata, version of alien. <laughs> You just beat the shit out of the pig until you find the organ you're looking for him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is kind of fucked up in a sense. Like, it's kind of. (laughs) That's the first thing I said when Rita and I were looking at this. It's not like a. It's not. It's not like it has a pig heart and a human heart. No, and that's what my question was. Right, right. I don't think it could. No, no. You you have to have like two separate circulatory systems. (laughs) And they (laughs) and they they clearly state like it like with the with the pancreas thing they did. Like it didn't have two pancreas. It was like right. Is yeah. Um, so yeah, if you if you want the pig to have a human heart, it doesn't have a pig heart too. You take out the human heart, and it's heartless. It's bacon. It's, it's just bacon <laughs> from there on out. Well, is that is so that cannibalism? If if we choose to use well, that if you pig, eat the heart. <laughs> but if you <laughs> right. choose to eat that pig after no. having it, no, because the rest of the pig, they're yeah. very clear on the fact that the rest of the pig is pig. the pig. It just happens to have one organ inside of it. But that's still that's human DNA code. 
No, well, like no, just the, I mean, just the heart part. Just yeah. the heart part, but the heart, the part meat part. The heart, the heart is pumping pig blood. It's not we're like we're crossing into some gray area here. No, it, it, it is a little gray. Just the fact that I'm bringing up this question because, mm-hmm. like, I I need to know if my bacon had human heart. I don't think this it. is happening yet. No, no, yeah. hasn't. No, it's not happening yet. So wait, my question is, if they wanted to, that's what I was looking for. If they wanted to grow a human heart inside a pig, do they? What do they? What do they do? Do they take out his heart and put in the human heart, or do they like put no, it in the embryo? Right? Yeah, it's in the okay. embryo. Yeah, so it grows. Part. Yeah. All right. So um, they have to do it. So basically, they're messing not just with animals, but like baby but animals <laughs> in maybe the womb, in vitro that pig embryo into a woman, <laughs> so that it <laughs> grows inside of a woman, and then it would be yeah. pig man. So <laughs> <laughs> the woman gives birth to the pig with a human heart. Yeah. Right. Well, you know what? It's basically human. Matters of the heart. It's so cool. I'm going to be dead before this shit really fucking what comes into play. <laughs> what I really like is like, okay, so you're talking I about like. I don't even want to know how this is going to work in society. I really like how when they're talking about like, you know, the drawbacks or like the controversial stuff in this article, I say, but there are many potential obstacles ahead. The first is that pigs and humans are only distantly related. Like <laughs> <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> And then the other thing was in Japan, like they already made it illegal to make human animal hybrids as though that was like a big social <laughs> issue, you know, like coming around. But and then, of course, like we were all just talking about just now, animal rights activists object to it. Because, yeah. well, I mean, I like, mean, I think once you open that door, then you could just be like, well, you know, whatever animal we have to come across at the time, we we need to make these organs in advance. We should we do this to, to endangered like, species. <laughs> to endangered They're on their species. way out anyway. It's fine. <laughs> it's like, look, pandas, let's grow a human heart in it. Fuck it, kill the panda. <laughs> oh, Take the heart, put it in some random dude who just smoked like 30 years of his yeah. life away. But I don't why think not, like panda bacon <laughs> isn't really going to work. Bacon. <laughs> yeah, what kind of bacon will we call that? Will we? I feel like, like jerky. Panda like jerky, yeah. like because yeah, like what kind of bacon? Like this bacon, <laughs> human Chinese bacon. <laughs> it's like Canadian bacon, but oh my gosh. yeah, yeah, yep. but a little bit of human, yeah, <laughs> bamboo fed. Yep, <laughs> free range. There you go. <sighs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> spliced at birth. It's a lot of issues. <laughs> so. Yeah, I well mean, here's the uh, other thing though. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I no, 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 no. This is just crazy. I, I, I can't imagine son like being like, like, yeah, this is a great idea. But well, obviously, when the pig is born, scientists, I think they would think that. Here's yeah. the thing though. Yeah, it's just like, how the fuck do you do this? Because when the pig's born, it's obviously not going to have a fully developed they human heart. Well, no, it grows. Yeah, so this like pig's got to like have a whole life of it. So <laughs> we got to right. fucking slaughter it. Yeah, well, yeah that's a good question it. because like if you put the human heart in, the, well, first of all, pigs don't live as long as humans. No, that's the thing. So, so pretty long though, I think. Well, how long? Well, not long in this <laughs> scenario. <laughs> but I think long <laughs> enough to, I mean, like long enough to become fully. bacon. No, well, here's yeah. what I'm picturing though. Like if you put a human heart inside of a pig embryo, and then when it's born, would the human heart be like about the age of yeah. a baby? Yeah. Like. So you gotta wait. Yeah. So you gotta wait like eighteen years to transplant. No, No, because I mean, a pig is fully grown in what two, three years. A pig is, but a human heart isn't. But the heart isn't going to grow any bigger. (laughs) No, I mean even like a human heart, like you know, I mean once you hit like adolescence. Okay, so you gotta wait like twelve years, but no, but that was my question because pigs don't live as long as humans, so you wouldn't have to wait as long if like if you transplanted the heart into a human baby, like you wouldn't. You'd have to wait the full span. But I think with a pig. So if you could find an animal that lives the shortest amount of time, that's the most efficient way to do it. That way you're killing or them when they're like heartless about it. Or yeah. something so that's that like about the same you're size as You're just killing human. off the elderly. 
<laughs> it's like you're old anyway. Shut the fuck up. It's just there's so many. I don't know. Like why pigs? First of all. Yeah. I guess it just happened that way. Like, why I wouldn't you use like gorillas or something? Any kind of chickens, you know, anything that kind that we get in the Dolphins, supermarket. Maybe. Dolphins, maybe. Yeah, well, Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> we all know what they're like. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have hearts. <laughs> no. They don't need hearts. They've got better things. Oh God. So are we, we talking about dolphin rape again? No, 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 no. We've talked about that. No. And if you missed that conversation, time. you can look it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dolphin rape. Or them masturbating dead fish. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, there's some uh, documentary. Uh, I guess it just aired um, about a week ago. <laughs> we didn't catch it. But they're filming dolphins, and they had some really great new camera techniques so that the dolphins didn't notice or care with it being filmed. And the documenters, the documentarians? That sounds right. Docketeers? <laughs> anyways. <laughs> who's the the leader of the club that makes all the movies (laughs) Um, they noticed that they saw or filmed um, dolphins um, biting chewing on puffer fish so that they could get high off the toxins Mm -hmm. that's what I would do if I were a dolphin uh, all this isn't really surprising when you think about it like dolphins and humans are somewhat closely related we should harvest organs from dolphins so wait dolphins (laughs) they're the most like us (laughs) <laughs> but it's like we should harvest organs from like your sister because like she's pretty close to us, you know. And well, we already do that. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. It's really not that far fetched. Like they bully humans, bully. Mm-hmm. They are deviantly sexual, which a lot of humans are. Mm-hmm. They like to get high, which a lot of humans do. Mm-hmm. Like this really isn't and surprising at the end of the day. No, when you think about how closely related we are, no, if they had thumbs, they would have cities underwater by now. I I'm bet. sure texting. they would. <laughs> texting, <laughs> underwater texting. <It's>, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, puffing. Right. <laughs> what kind of? What are they getting high off of? Puffer, puffer fish. fish. So they're because yeah. they're toxic. We yeah. pu- we puff a joint. They puff a fish. What's right. the difference? What's exactly. The, and then they save that fish for later. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if uh, if they have like a little rehab groups. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if I'm sure some dolphins have OD'd on it on accident, like little kid dolphins on accident. On accident. Well, they don't do it on purpose. No, no, there's an age limit. There's an age limit, like with alcohol. Like you have to be so old to puff. I don't think they have like laws. Dolphin police. Dolphin police. (laughs) Atlantis is still around. It's just Dolphin City. Yeah, so dolphins get high and do other things in the ocean to, to pass the time. You wouldn't. <laughs> um, it's either that or swim. Sink or swim. <laughs> <laughs> this one is just funny, more so just for the picture. <laughs> you have to really, I mean. Yeah, go to our website and, and look at the picture. <coughs> we oh, talked uh, previously about um, all the... Um, all the different bacteria and microbials you have living in your in your gut and uh, uh, digestional tract. Um, so if your your flora of microbes aren't doing so hot, and they need to bring lots more, <laughs> like Mike, yeah. apparently, I've had a lot of issues with my digestive tract. Well, we've got the issue here, or the the solution. It's um, fecal matter transplants. No, no right. we've talked about. <laughs> yeah, this. we talked yeah. about this. I have, that but YouTube th- this picture is priceless, though. Yeah. This is the best photograph I've seen for this. 
And it's yeah. not it's not gross or disturbing. It's is just the humorous. dude who is blending is the no no the poop it, no it's nothing no, like no. that. No. Um, Look, but no, you guys, this is this is a real thing. They do yeah. fecal matter transplants, and it helps. Um, it's like the trendy people. thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> all the hipsters do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say, but um, ew, ew, that yeah. works. What can't like, you say? Let's yeah. put somebody else's yeah. shit in me. All right. Well, it's not really like. No, know. dude, that's exactly what it is. I know, but yeah. it's. I mean, think of it like a medical operation. It's not like you're. It's not like you're eating it or something. I mean, you know. Well, that's no. one way to do it. Yeah, it is actually well, one way to do I it. I don't know <laughs> if I would do that. <laughs> no, but yeah. Just. I, I don't know. Like, like we said, we put it up there mostly for the picture, and if people heard right, the show last me the picture episode, I haven't, then s- <coughs> I haven't seen yeah, the picture Facebook yet. Facebook or just come around here on the side. Just unplug it really quick and turn the yeah. thing around. Yeah, okay. That's hilarious there's if you're not gonna look at the picture there's um you know if you're listening there's a little girl don't describe it yet i want to see okay okay (laughs) oh what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) so there there's a little girl sitting in a hospital bed and (laughs) she looks like she is about to get some cotton candy she's got her little like my little pony she's so stoked her yeah she's going to disneyland and the doc and the the two doctors next to her are smiling and they're everyone's happy a grand time seriously looks like something out of sesame street like everyone is that happy (laughs) and the little girl's kind of like rolled over to her side and looks like she's about to get they probably they probably don't it into her. Right. Yeah. They probably don't tell her that it's shit. No, they probably, they probably say just it's say chocolate. It's, yeah, it's medicine. We're gonna put chocolate up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Why can't I just eat it? No, no, this um, is medicine chocolate. It tastes like aspirin. It's got a nutty flavor. <laughs> so it's priceless just to just to look at that photo. Mm-hmm. Do yourself a favor. Yep. What the fuck? Right in your Fecal day. transplants, dude. Like serious. Yeah. No, do you actually, know no. This is really. There's like pro. <laughs> this works really great now. I'm sorry. There's like probiotics and shit you could take. Right, you like know, eat you yeah. your yogurt. Yeah, you, don't, you don't have to put somebody else's no, shit that's, inside that's like of you. No, that's like a last resort. And like, it just on a serious note for a second, the article that goes with that How picture. I think take the girl it had serious? like a really no, no, no yeah, it's serious. like it's she like a really bad disease where there was like no other cure. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like eat the shit or die. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you ready for virtual taste? I am now. All right. Not if it's for fecal matter. (laughs) (laughs) Try the transplant before Um, you actually have it. (laughs) Okay. So let's see here. Um, a doctor something or other from the National University of Singapore has invented a digital gadget that can recreate the taste of virtual food and drinks. So imagine like uh, ordering a pizza online or just looking at a restaurant online and looking at any menu item and be like, hmm, I've never had is this a for shit like sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> is this for like weight loss reasons or no, just? No, no, just like, like, like tasting and smelling food tasted online. I think they just wanted to see how far they could go with the virtual thing too. I don't think they were planning <laughs> yeah. out. Like so how does it work? You put like some sort of device in your the mouth electrodes. or something? Yeah, yeah. So um, it uses electrical and thermal stimulation of the tip of your tongue. And um, basically, it's just... But the t- that's only one, like, taste sensor. Like, there's no, multiple well, different... We'll, we'll you just, we'll like, lick it. the whole sensor. Know, you just, and just, like, make out with yeah, it. it's my sensor now. It can stimulate salty, sweet, sour, and bitter tastes. So there you go, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
That's pretty basic, you know. I mean, just well, look, this is new technology. Well, I mean, that's They're the only taste buds you have. Yeah. Yeah, the rest but of it is is but created like by pasta tastes different than meatloaf. The rest of it meatloaf, is created by know. texture, awareness, and smell, and they're getting there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let's just try this out before we <laughs> Debbie Downer. Yeah. I'm not Debbie Downing <laughs> anything. Debbie I just want to make sure I know what I'm licking. Well, who doesn't <laughs> want to know what they're <laughs> licking? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you could taste foods online they're saying also too that you could um use it as like a, a sort of like reward like positive reinforcement uh, yeah, i could totally see addiction to this like maybe they could hook up that girl from <laughs> the last you article to taste chocolate while they shove shit up her ass. <laughs> 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 what the fuck did that come from i'm just trying to even i don't cross degrees. those kind of lines <laughs> practical use or you could, as the article says, you could get a sweet or minty dose of, of as taste. of taste as a yeah. way to reinforce, you know, positive reinforcement. Yeah, I so could like just, see, but that's the thing. <laughs> I could see like time. an addiction to this happening. Like people just need to feel the need to get the taste. No, because yeah. you I mean, it's just like a food addiction, food. I guess. But yeah, yeah. No I can just see involved. someone like tonguing this device well, like, here's nonstop. No. Here's something <laughs> interesting, though. No, really, like it tastes like another tongue, so it's like making out. When you eat food like normally, mm-hmm. um, you like release endorphins, right? Like it's a happy feeling. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder with this stuff, I'm sure that doesn't happen. No, well, I mean like I'm sure in a sense, yeah, yeah. Could, yeah. Really, but I that's bet. the thing. Yeah. It's an endorphin from the taste buds. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, mean, I thought you'd have to have like the whole like, experience. I mean, I'm like sure you don't get an like endorphin rush from a fecal transplant. So well, uh, <laughs> speak for yourself. I don't know. <laughs> but here, but here's the thing though. Like the taste is what kickstarts the endorphin release. Is it not? The actual physical guessing? eating. Because, I mean, well, you could eat something know. completely tasteless. I'm pretty sure you're going to be like, that sucks. I'm not going to do that again. You didn't get that endorphin rush. No, I think, like... But when you well, taste something know. that you really, really fucking like, like that endorphin kicks before yeah. you even get a chance to chew or swallow. I'm sure I'm sure being able to chew and, like, the smell of it and yeah. what it looks like yeah. would help with all the, yeah, just even the smelling endorphin release and stuff like that. Just even smelling something mm-hmm. that you enjoy to eat w- releases that. Yeah. Smell that sensor? Mmm. Yeah. Smells like science. <laughs> Technology <laughs> gets my endorphins going. Uh, well, they did mention like one practical use for this, for diabetics, though. Oh, yeah. You could use the device f- um, for a taste of sweetness without actually... Um, that's what I'm saying. People are going to yeah, get addicted to this kind of shit. But that yeah, could but be a good matter. thing because then they don't have to eat like junk food. The they can just stuff, lick yeah. fake, you know, cyber yeah, but junk it, food. The, you know, people are going to take this to extremes where they're just like, well, I don't have to eat. I'll just lick this thing. No, because you're going to be hungry after a Yeah, while, but like. take all the anorexics that puke up their meal, dude. Well, well then they will not care because they don't even want to eat They'll get shit transplants and they'll be there. Like, eat your food or you're going to have to get shit up your ass. You better make your own shit or we'll put it in you. (laughs) 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 Well, but but they also said that, you know, people who lose (laughs) (laughs) people who've lost their appetite due to like medical issues. The problem is when I said that, I saw that picture of the girl being all stoked. She's just like, they're giving it to me. I'm done. I'm done. Anyways. I'm out. Yeah. (laughs) So so there you go. You could experience taste without eating. Yeah. 
Sounds like a good time. Sounds like what America needs. That's <laughs> probably true, yeah. <laughs> that and a shit transplant. Yeah. That and self-driving cars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got to drive my car. Eat or and they just put shit food. inside of me. Yeah, and then like you could take like long road trips and you wouldn't have to eat any food. Yeah. Yeah. You, you wouldn't have to go to the bathroom. You'd be hungry. Well, <laughs> this this well, will yeah. just like fill you up. It'll yeah. just make you feel like you're tasting stuff. That would that would I bet you that curbs some of the some of the hunger. I don't think no. so. No, it would be psychosomatic. Well, the hunger comes from your body's need to eat, not because you have this. You need energy. You yeah. could, I bet you could dupe your brain. I bet you they could <laughs> dupe your brain. Look, you can't turn <laughs> sensors into energy. <laughs> Tell the voices inside of your head you're not hungry anymore. Yeah, that's right. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think that pretty much wraps up <laughs> tonight's yeah, I think, podcast. I think we yeah. Yeah. We got it there. All right. Well. This has been Six Degrees of Rumination with Nina Boyd, Reno Gorman, and producer Mike. Good night. Good night, night ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>